everybody. This is my review of Peacemaker episode five. Overall, this was a fantastic episode and by far my favorite one. This was an episode that had everything for me. It had great action, lots of story, and fantastic character development. Talking about the good stuff, I'm not going to go through all the technical stuff that I've already talked about in my last two reviews, but um, this episode was directed by Rosemary Rodriguez. She did a great job. The visual effects, the cinematography, and all the other aspects that I've talked about before were great. Um, I have no problems with them. They were all just as good as the previous episodes. Um, there's not much else to say about them besides the fact that this was a very well-made episode and a really great one. Um, talking about the performances and the characters, that was the standout and the best part of this episode for me. Uh, John Cena as Peacemaker was great as always. He had a lot of character growth in this episode, which I loved. I loved how Adebayo calls him out for being a bully. I love how he claims he's not a bully. I love how he comes around on Economos and begins to actually respect him. That growth is satisfying to see. Um, I like how he gets called out for the dye beard joke. My favorite moment of his in this episode is at the end where he says to Adebayo that this is his first time really having friends who care about him. And you can see him genuinely getting choked up and trying not to cry. Uh, that was fantastic. You can see how much these people mean to him. This show is really successfully humanizing him and making you sympathize with him and care about him and understand him. And I really love that. Danielle Brooks as Adebayo was fantastic as always. Her relationship and her dynamic with Peacemaker is awesome. Um, I love how she's making him a better person. She's pushing him to be better. She's pushing him to stop acting like a jerk. I love how she sees that beneath the act, he's actually a genuinely kind person. I love how she helps to bring that out. I also love how she's genuinely friends with him and they have great chemistry together. I love her struggles with her wife. She clearly cares about her wife and clearly loves her wife, but has been shutting her out. And I'm curious to see where that goes because at some point the wife's not going to be able to take much more of that, that sort of uh, behavior. My favorite moment of hers in this episode has got to be when she leaves the fake diary in Peacemaker's house for her mom. You can tell how guilty she feels about it because she knows she's betraying her friend. She's conflicted, and I love seeing that, and I can't wait to see where that storyline goes. Jennifer Holland as Harcourt was great as well. I love seeing her growth in this episode because this is the episode where she finally warms up to the group. She finally lets her guard down a bit, and you can see that she starts to actually enjoy being in the company of this dysfunctional, crazy, mishmash group of people. Um, this is the episode where the group really goes from being a team to a family, and Harcourt really demonstrates that more than the other characters. Um, James Gunn has proven over and over and over again that he's a master at the found family dynamic, and he's doing it yet again in a way that makes you care about all these characters and their stories. Uh, Chuck Woody Iwuji as Clemson Mern was great as well. I'm curious to learn about his motivations and why he's turning against the other butterflies, being a butterfly himself. I'm also curious to learn about Locke, I believe his name is, the other butterfly he was talking to, and what the butterflies even are. I'm curious to learn a lot about him. We don't really know that much. Uh, Steve Agee as Economos was fantastic in this episode. His best moment was his little celebration and how happy he was when he kills the bear. I love how Peacemaker and him start to get along in this episode and start to actually become friends. Freddy Stroma as Vigilante was great as always. I don't have anything new to say about him, but he's fantastic. Uh, he's just really great. Uh, Robert Patrick Gazagi Smith was great. I love how upset he is at being framed. I can't wait to see how pissed off he is since he's going back to prison instead of being freed. Um, I have a feeling that he is not going to be happy and that's not going to be a good thing for our heroes. Annie Chang as Sophie Song was really great this episode. 
I love all her responses and her um, her retorts when uh, when Augie Smith is racist towards her, how she snaps back. I think that's really entertaining. She's a super compelling character, and I find myself really rooting for her. And I'm curious to see where she goes. Um, I like how she goes over her boss's head. Her boss, of course, being Christopher Heyerdahl, I believe, as Locke. Uh, he was great. He was super creepy and a great antagonist. I'm excited to learn more about him. This episode, more than any other, really shows how great James Gunn is with characters, not only at individual characters and their growth and their development, but also at character relationships and with dynamics and family dynamics and team dynamics and their relationships with each other. They grow and they change and they, they, their relationships grow and change and they change each other throughout the show in really believable ways. And you really care about all of them. And it's just really fantastic. Everybody I didn't mention was great as well and played their roles well. I have no problems and have had no problems with any of the performances in the show so far. Um, moving on to the action. The main action sequence during this episode was the entire break-in to that company that manufactures food for the butterflies. It was awesome. It was really gory. My favorite part was definitely the fight against the bear. It was kind of unexpected and surprisingly well choreographed. The bear was a good fighter. Um, there was a sense of tension that was great, and it really felt like everybody was in danger. I love that entire sequence, and it was filled with some great action. Talking about the story, one storyline being Sophie Song investigating, discovering that Peacemaker's stab was framed, the butterfly dude being her boss, and then how she goes over his head is awesome. I'm excited to see where that goes. And then the other storyline being the main one with the entire break-in, the fight against the bear, the team finally becoming a family, singing in the car ride back, and then that Adebayo and Peacemaker bond at his house was all everything. That was all fantastic. Everything that happened in this episode was very compelling. I can't wait to see where it goes. One of my criticisms, or I don't know if it's a criticism, but just one of the weaker parts of the first four episodes for me were that I cared so much about the characters, but I wasn't really that invested in the story, and I didn't really care about the story. I didn't really care about the butterflies, but this episode has totally turned that around for me. And now I do care. And now I'm really interested and curious to see where it goes. The last thing I want to talk about is the tension in this episode, because I thought this episode was the most tense, which I loved. I love when a movie or show can get me on the edge of my seat, uh, trying to figure out what's going to happen next. I love when all the butterflies were like banging on the door and it really felt like vigilante and Harcourt were in big trouble. Um, the most tense part, though, and my favorite part of the episode was definitely the final scene. The sense of dread, not even the dread, just the buildup when Adebayo puts on Peacemaker's helmet because everybody knows what's going to happen. Everybody knows she's going to discover that Clemson is a butterfly, but um, everybody's just waiting for it to happen. And they make you wait a little bit, which I like. But then when it does happen, it totally delivers. I love the fear when Adebayo first sees him as a butterfly. And then when he starts chasing her, it's terrifying. And that scene was so tense and I cannot wait to see where the story goes from there. And it's got me hooked and I really can't wait to see the next episode. Um, so moving on to my one criticism with this episode, and it's not really anything bad about this episode. It's just something weaker about this episode than maybe the other ones, which is the humor. Uh, this was the least funny episode for me. There weren't nearly as many standout moments or really that many jokes that actually made me laugh. It's honestly not a huge deal because everything else in this episode was so good that I didn't mind kind of the subpar humor. Um, but it was just something I noticed where I noticed like I'm not laughing nearly as much um, with this episode than I was for any of the other ones. But it's not a big deal. This is still my favorite episode. Um, I loved it. I cannot wait for the next one. 
what do you think of this episode? Is this your favorite? Which one has been your favorite? Where do you think it's going to go, the story? Do you have any theories, any ideas, any questions? Let me know in the comments on YouTube. But remember, the main platform is the podcast platforms where you can let me know in the form in the description, the email in the description, or the voicemail in the description. And uh, thank you so much for listening and have a good day.